0: And that's actually how, how it came back to life. And I realized that like instead of me just doing it myself, you know, how can I share what I've been able to do so that other people can learn from it and do it themselves too, and hopefully retire and, and have a you know lifestyle that they want to have.
1: You're listening to the REI branded podcast. It's for you, the busy real estate investor who wants to stand out from the crowd and attract the right leads, right partners, and right clients every time. My name's Paul Copcutt, and each week we'll be looking to decode and uncover what makes a real estate investor brandtastic and how you can apply it to your real estate investing business. Each episode is intended to be valuable, cut to the chase, and actionable so you can begin to implement quickly and easily to get the results you want in your business. Thank you for listening. Now, let's get to work on making you brandtastic. Well, welcome to today's episode. And I'm excited to introduce you to uh, the primary reason that I'm involved in the real estate investing space, to be honest. My guest today is Sarah Larby. Uh, Sarah is one of my clients, and we've been working together for uh, over three years now. And uh, Sarah originally found me on LinkedIn and was looking for some help around branding and doing some new things with her business. And uh, we've been working together ever since. So um, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy what Sarah has to say. She's a very successful real estate investor. She's quit her nine to five job. She did that last October uh, ahead of schedule. And um, what you'll hear from Sarah is uh, the importance of you know what a real estate investor needs to be thinking about in terms of your brand and your business. And also, uh, I think really underlines the importance of having a strong vision or having a, a clear vision. Um, so enjoy the episode and I'd love to know what you think. Okay. Welcome, Sarah. So I couldn't kick off a podcast without having you on it because
2: um, you are the whole reason that I got into real estate investing, which is... is- and I, I do say to people, and I maybe shouldn't admit it, is I would never have looked at real estate investing as an area for me to work in. And I was looking back in my notes, and you reached out to me back at the end of 2017. So I can't believe it. it's over three years. It's incredible uh, that we've been working together. So um, tell, tell me your story, because you were, you were telling me just before we came on
0: yeah sure. well, thanks for having me on. I'm super excited uh, that you're starting your podcast as well. I'll tell you, you know, starting a podcast is probably one of the best things that I've been able to do for my brand, uh, and also, of course, uh, you know, reaching out to you. Um, but yeah, I guess we met three years ago and time flies for sure. i uh, I remember I messaged you on LinkedIn, um, and that's I was looking for people to help with branding and PR. Um, and I had messaged like two other companies and, and then I found you on, on LinkedIn and you had some common connections. And, uh, you know, I was going to, I can't remember if it was Philly or somewhere in the U S for a work trip. And, uh, you know, I, I used to travel a lot for work. So I wasn't home that often. And I'm like, I need something to change at some point. Um, and when I originally reached out to you, like literally I didn't even have Instagram. I had LinkedIn uh, and no website, nothing like no business cards. <laughs> From a, a real estate investor perspective, I was just working a regular job, but I'm like, I need to at some point find a way to, you know, leave the job world and and do something for myself.
2: And the funny thing that struck me as well was when, and I, I, I think you're one of the very few people that I've come across that when I first speak to. Had a very clear vision, and I always say with branding, you've got to have a a vision and your values and purpose and and, uh, passions. And I said, you know, what's, you know, what's your kind of goal or what's your vision? Well, I'm going to retire in ten years. And I was kind of going, whoa, okay, wow, okay, how's that going to happen? And and you said you've very clearly laid out this is what I want and this is what I'm looking for and replace my income, and and uh, we just kind of got started. When we first uh, spoke, I can remember that you had this really clear vision about where you wanted to go, what you wanted to do, and you said, you were in your early 30s, and you said, I've got seven properties, and I want to retire in 10 years or less. And, um, yeah, right. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and there we are three years later, you did it. You know, just uh, less than three years of our working together, so...
0: Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, I think that's the cool thing is, is I had a 10 year plan, which if you, you know, stay focused on it and you, you work every day at it, it can be a lot less than 10 years. So yeah, three, literally three years later, I think it was similar to the same time. Uh, and, uh, I said, you know, I've, I've replaced my income and I don't need to, uh, to work anymore. So best decision I've ever made.
2: Cool. And so why, why brand? What was important to you about? Your brand. I mean, you, you, you've obviously worked for big brands, so was mm-hmm. that kind of the influence, or
0: no? I mean, I think it was a wake-up call. Back in, I think it was June of 2017, I was featured on the front page of the Toronto Star uh, mm-hmm. for having, back in the day, was six properties, uh, and you know, having scaled myself and, and bought the properties and, and worked hard to get there, um, and then people were trying to reach me. And there is no real way for them to reach me. And I think I missed out on a pretty big opportunity. I mean, I, I only had LinkedIn at the time. If that, I mean, you know, definitely it's not as, as active as, as it might or should be. Um, but I had like the radio station reaching out on LinkedIn. But then I had people trying to figure out like how, how to contact me. Um, and it brought a lot of, you know, interest, but I think, I think I look back at it. And if I had something more, even Instagram or I didn't even have Facebook back then, um a website i mean i would have been able to take that opportunity and really run with it so i think it was just a good wake-up call and then from there i'm like you know people can't reach me there was lots of comments lots of lots of traction uh in in terms of comments that were posted in the toronto star article um but it was really hard for me to like even respond back because i really didn't even have anything so it's it's just like you know from there it kind of started you know, I started thinking, okay, what else can I do to be more out there? And also, um, my mom, <laughs> she's <laughs> like, cause she, she's like, so many people came to her and asked her, uh, you know, how we did it and, and how we, we learned everything. And she's like, you should, you should teach people. You should actually get out there a little bit and, and tell people how you were able to do it. And I'm like, okay, that's a pretty cool idea. It's pretty good. Um, and then, so I ended up booking a little cafe and did my first ever presentation. I was so nervous with like 25, 30 people, um, wow. a little meetup, you know, group started and that's actually how, how it came to life. And I realized that like, instead of me just doing it myself, you know, how can I share what I've been able to do so that other people can learn from it and do it themselves too and hopefully retire and, and have a you know, lifestyle that they want to have.
2: And why um you mentioned it your podcast and is the best best thing you ever? I think when we met, you might have had maybe five episodes.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I was just and and the five episodes were very sporadic. I remember having this conversation with you. We were like, "Your podcasts, they should be like a little bit more timely, right? Like every week or every two weeks." Mine were just like a month here. Maybe I'll skip a month, and then a random other day I might release another one because I used to edit them myself and put it in all right. myself, and then even. Recording, like, just looking back at the first few, the recording was done on my phone. It was horrible. But, um, you know, even just, just that cleaning it up and, and, you know, doing it correctly. I mean, I don't know if there's a, a fully correct way to do it, but at least just to be more consistent with it. Um, and, and to have a better plan with it. I think you helped me a lot with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I ended up going to like this, this, um, wealth expo back in the day with like Tony Robbins and Pitbull. In one of the, the uh, breakout rooms was how to start a podcast. And I ended up uh, paying for that, you know, I think it was 500 bucks at the time, course uh, to do it online. And I'm like, well, I paid for it. And if I pay for something, I want to take action on it. And I don't have that analysis paralysis. I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and see what happens.
2: Right. I, d- I love that. I think a lot of people get caught up in, well, this has to be perfect. And this has to be perfect. I'm not doing anything until my logo is exactly right and the right. And what you did was just... Okay, well, I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to see what happens, and see. Yep, that's great, great. advice. Ready, to...
0: fire, aim is actually a motto that I do, and sometimes it gets me in trouble, but for the most part, it's helped me get to where I am today. Ready,
2: fire, aim, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so thinking about a, a new, newer real estate investor, what kind of advice would you give them about you know, branding and marketing? Uh, you know, obviously, you. Know, don't wait and have everything all your ducks in a row before you do anything. But what else would you recommend?
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, in terms of a deal in general, like if you're if you're looking for some opportunity to to create a brand, I mean, share what you're doing. Share it on social media. Share it on LinkedIn. Um, if you're doing it professionally, you probably want something like a website to to be able to have, you know send people to rather than um, you know this an email or a Gmail or a Hotmail. Um, it it really depends on what people are looking for, but I I think just, you know, just get started. I mean, look at like when we started our, our website and you started helping me with the website, it doesn't even look the same as it used to. Right. So things Mm -hmm. evolve, things change, um, you know, done is better than perfect. I'm not a perfectionist in goodness. Um, and you know, yeah, I've made tons of mistakes and I'll tell you, you'll learn from those mistakes. And then that's actually how you grow or how I grew the most is by, is by learning through trial and error. Um, and, uh, but, you know, from a branding perspective, um, you know, it, it was nice to be able to, to work with somebody that's been able to, you know, help other people in different capacities. I know it's not specifically real estate related, but I, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I barely even know how to use Facebook right now. You know what I mean? Like, Instagram, <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> but in, in terms of the branding piece, I mean, I think part, I think part of it is what helped me retire earlier, right? Because yes, the real estate cash flow is great and I try not to actually touch that. Um, and, and some of my income also comes from coaching from, uh, you know, people reaching out to me because on my website, we've got some different courses and that kind of stuff. And, and they say the average millionaire has more than one source of income, right? So like your real estate, it could be one source of income, even though I, right now I have, you know, 14 units. And, and yes, it, it can be the one and only. But you know, if I want to make other sources of income somewhere else, um, I think that you know, creating a brand where you can provide services and, and different things like that will will help boost it even faster. And uh, and and I think the other part of branding is is being able to like create those connections. Um, if you're out there, you've, you've branded, you've got a website, you've got you know a, a path and a plan, uh, the door open so much uh, for you. I mean, you know, even my podcast just making sure that it's like more you know frequent and it's actually planned properly and it's and it's done well and it's out there i mean you know i'm i i look and i i usually see myself in the top 100 of you know the the business podcast and maybe the top 50 uh, depending on the weeks of the the best investment podcast but that gives you opportunities to connect with other people uh to you know people that you may not have been able to if you weren't out there more right.
2: And is there, was there anybody real estate investing wise that you looked up to in terms of individual personal brands or?
0: Not really in terms of personal brands. I always looked up to Don Campbell because he who wrote a book, uh, a menial right. and, and he was like, you know, the grandfather of, of Canadian real estate investing. Um, but I didn't, I don't even, I didn't even know what I, what I didn't know, right? It okay. was like, it was that crazy where. Um, I didn't even know if people had a real estate brand because I wasn't even on Instagram back then. So, so now, like, there's there's people that I'm like, oh, I really like their content. But back in the day, I'm like, Paul, just just help me. <laughs> what do I need to
2: know? <laughs> And what about uh, favorite brands? Do you have a favorite brand or brands that you look mm, at products that, or services that you kind of say, yeah, that's my brand? That's
0: I don't think so. I don't have like. Like a one brand, like you're talking about, like clothing or coffee or that kind of stuff. Yeah. No,
2: yeah. I mean, you're, I know you're an Apple user. So I mean, Apple is a brand.
0: Yeah. Mac is good. I mean, I like the Starbucks that I go to. Um, I mean, I used to work at Lavazza. So of course, Lavazza, I like the brand (laughs) of coffee. Um, but I, I can't pinpoint necessarily. I think one per se. Um, I mean, Balzac does a great job, in my opinion. Um, you know, from a local cafe standpoint, okay. um, and then you know, it, real estate wise, I think Keller Williams that actually does a really good job um, with their folks uh, and their branding and, and training. And what is
2: What is it you like about Keller Williams? What, what stands out?
0: Well, Gary Keller wrote. An awesome, actually he wrote a few awesome books uh, about real estate investing and the millionaire real estate investor. And I read that and, and just the mindset behind it. I also know that they get a lot of really awesome training and they, they take care of their people. Um, and I, so I think part of it goes back to culture, like culture is very important. Uh, and, and looking back at my jobs, I mean, the reasons that, you know, other than the retirement one, um, but I've worked at, at great companies with, with great names, but if the culture internally is not there, I mean, I'm out. Um, and I'll tell you, Lavazza, um, you know, back in the day, it was, it was Mars, uh, the chocolate bar company. It, it was their coffee division, but they had a really cool culture. And I'll tell you, if it wasn't for me leaving to do my own thing, um, that, it, like, that company is great. But I've been, and I'm not going to name names, but I've been at other ones where it was just finger pointing. It was, you know, un, Like, just that whole, like, the the coat of arms, you know, where you point things (laughs) to the other people (laughs) Um, and negative and and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, from a a culture perspective, that's probably what I paid the most attention to is is what brands have a really cool culture. Um, And and part of it, too, I think, is because I've worked with a lot of B2B companies. So I'd go and meet with the HR managers of many different companies. Um, selling them the coffee. And, and we saw some really cool places that are like, oh, that, that seems like a great place to work. Um, and I think that does tie into the brand in some capacity too.
2: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So where where is the Sarah Larby brand going? What are you up to... What, what are the new exciting things going on?
0: Yeah, well, you're going to be helping me with this. I <laughs> need your help. Um, but we are building... So I bought some land, 5 acres waterfronts. Um, and, uh, we are building some tiny home lake houses on there, um, in, uh, in Coboconk in the Coarthas. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I think since I've, I've been able to leave my job, um, thanks to good branding, in addition to other things, um, I've been able to actually do things that I wouldn't have done before, like build, um, and, and actually buy land. So this is the second piece of land. Uh, that we purchased. Uh, the first one was in Lakefield, also in the Kawarthas, Um And we're building um, me and uh, partners. So I have a, a builder partner. Um, and it's actually a mentor that I hired as well, Harry James. Um, and he's been in the business for like 30, 40 years, as well as uh, his, uh, his building uh, partner, Napa Valley Construction. And then together, we're doing these really cool projects. But I wouldn't have been able to do this, I think, if I still had a full-time job Um, and, uh, it just allows me more time now to like really think through, okay, what's the next step and what are we doing? And I think this is going to be a super fun project. I'm hoping that you and I can work on, you know, really good PR and get it out there. One way or the other, I want to record it, whether it's on YouTube for my own thing, or maybe we can get, uh, you know, some, uh, some news and and some TV, uh, stuff going on. Cause I think it would be a, a really cool process, something really different, but stay tuned, stay tuned on that.
2: Cool. Excellent. And how can people get hold of you? What's the best way?
0: sarahlarby.com, the website that you actually created. (laughs) Uh, They can go to the contacts me page there.
2: Okay. Wonderful. Any parting wisdom for real estate investors, marketing or branding?
0: I would just say ready, fire, aim. Don't wait for perfection. It's, you know, at the end of the day, like nothing is ever perfect. And even if you think it's perfect today, it'll be something that, you know, you want to change down the road anyway. So just get started, get out there. Um, and, you know, you probably do have a great story to share. So, um, you know, don't, don't wait too long to do it.
1: Wonderful. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. And if you're wondering where your real estate investing brand currently stands and some steps to make it more brandtastic, you can download our free REI brand checklist at reibranded.com forward slash checklist. That's reibranded.com forward slash checklist. Thank you for listening and have a brandtastic day.